We'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we record this podcast on and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. The Vale Podcast, leading the way thanks to Robin Vale Leading Appliances. I know, good old Carrie Ann. She, um, she supplied the microphone for the podcast. Does she? So Leading Appliances are an applicable um, sponsor again this week. Okay. And we are with Harriet uh, Kennedy, who's part of the Almond Blossom Festival Committee. Welcome. Thank you, Jade. Uh, now, it is probably the busiest week of the year for you guys, I imagine. We're pretty busy, that's for sure, just tying up loose ends and making sure everything's ready to go. So, it's this Sunday. This Sunday, the 18th mm. of August, um, starting at 10am, running through till 4pm. Mm. And, and the weather looks perfect. It does. 23 degrees. Yes, it looks magnificent. Now, tell me, Minister for Agriculture is going to come and open the festival, is that right? Unfortunately, he had to pull out this morning. Are you serious? Serious. Oh, gosh. She. She, she sorry, yes, mm. um... Bridget. Yeah, Bridget McKenzie. McKenzie. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's unfortunate because uh, mm. there'd be a few people around here wanting to have a talk to her, I'd I imagine. I think so, especially after the frosts that the yeah. um, grain farmers have just experienced. Mm. Did, were you woken up by frost fans this morning? Yes. Yeah, me too. At <laughs> <laughs> about 3 a.m. Mm. Um, okay, so from 10 o'clock down at the community centre um, and the lawns at the front. Out the front. T- tell us what is going on. Well, we've got about 80 stalls, mm-hmm. variety of stalls, um, everything from handicrafts, soap, candles, handbags, um, Aboriginal art. Really? Is that Aunty mm. Barb's art? Um, well, Thelma Chili is running the stall oh, yeah. there. Ah, so, so similar to their pop-up yes, shop in yes. uh, during NAIDOC week. Yeah, yes. excellent. During NAIDOC week. Uh, yep. Mm. Mm. And um, then we've got lots and lots of different food stalls. Um, I'm all about the hold food. Hold my buns. Um, hold my buns. Um, nice. And uh, dumplings, Indian food, Thai and paella, mm. all sorts of food, coffee vans. And then we also have uh, Fossey's Gin. Oh, really? Mm, very oh. lucky to get Fossey's Gin and Prickly Moses, who's oh, does again, craft beer. They're very my popular. favourite. They were great because they were there last mm. year, weren't they? They were, and, and the year before. Yeah, mm. and you know what? It's such a good thing. I, I should find a babysitter. I really should because sitting there during the afternoon mm. and having a couple of pints of Prickly Moses and this year uh, Fossey's Gin because mm. they do a um, – a lemon, no, it's lemon a, myrtle. Yeah, a lemon myrtle. They mm. also do a lime one mm. that they use in cocktail, which is just delicious on a sunny day. And we've got a, few, a couple of wineries too, also represented. So, so find somewhere to so send the kids. And then, yeah, well, that won't be a problem either, Jade, because we've got free entertainment for the children. With, um National Children's Entertainer Tony Genovese. Wow, and he's putting together. Uh, some music with the different schools. Yep. Um, the students are going to perform for half an hour on a song that he's going to write with them and compose with them and then they're going to perform. So that's students from the um, Robinvale P12, Euston and the preschool. That's awesome. Mm. That'll 
be so good. Well, that's good. I've got a four-year-old at preschool. That'll keep him well, occupied for a little while. Him, you'll have to come now and watch him and yeah. perform, Jay. That's fantastic. Okay, so we've got Prickly Moses. We've got Fossies. We've got wineries. We've got food. We've got stalls and crafts. Talk to us about um, the bus tours because it is all about the almond blossoms. And it I tell is you what, about the bu- and it's perfect they're timing. Looking magnificent. They are looking perfect. Mm. And you know, with a twenty-three degree degree day, what more can we ask for? But the bus tours um, are leaving at intervals of about. Um, I think we're going to leave every ten minutes. Oh, there's going to be ten tours. Mm. Um, cost of $2 per tour. Geez, that's cheap. That's nothing, is it? And then we go out to Dual Shillate, which mm. is a fertiliser company where yep. um, Mark is going to come on board and give a bit of a talk about his specialty fertilisers that he's manufacturing for the community or yeah. for the farming e- areas. Have then you ever been out there? I have. Isn't it a magnificent facility? Oh, it's I so high-tech. Yeah, I was blown away and um, they... Invited me out there before, well, it must have been 18 months ago, before I'd had my second son mm. and they wanted me to build them a website and I went, oh, this is well above my head. This mm. is above my pay grade. Mm. You need somebody else. But it is a magnificent it facility is. they've everything, got out there. Everything, everyone's so professional. Yeah. And, and they've mm. got their own lab out mm. there. Like they're doing some incredible stuff. That's Yeah, they're, they're an asset to our community mm. for sure. We should get them as sponsors now that I've given them a plug. Well, they, they've actually <laughs> given us sponsorship, very generous Yeah, I noticed. I did mm. notice the, the logo mm. on all of the marketing. Mm. Um, so back to the, the, the bus tour, tours. Then yeah. we go out and um, along Toll Toll Road yep. and we're going to an almond farm there Yep, and where people can get off the bus and take beautiful photos in amongst the the blossoms and have a bit of a talk about the the um, almond production in this area. Yep. Climb back on again and then we're going out to a frost fan. Yeah, right. To Australian frost fans. Excellent. Mm. Oh, yeah, Australian frost fans have been around mm. recently. I know the farm also that we're on have just got three. generous sponsors yeah. for our cause. Amazing. Mm. Um, and your, <laughs> your, t- your bus tour... Uh, Hosts, I suppose, or your yes. guides. Yes, <laughs> uh, that'll be entertaining to say they the very are, we'll least. We'll have um, yeah, very knowledgeable hosts. Mm. Um, Mick running. is Mick Mick Smith's doing one. Yes, Mi- uh, yes. my husband will be doing one. My husband's doing one. My <laughs> husband's doing one. TK's doing one yes, too. Is he yes. doing a bike tour? Uh, no. Maybe no. he should. <laughs> Maybe that's a project <laughs> yeah. for next year. Um, so uh, the bus tours are always great, but because there's bees and pollination happening at the mm. moment, I suppose that's just a they, – I mean, they're not They're, they're not going to stop go, in front of the hives. But they're no, not aggressive. They're not now. They're full. They're not, they're They've full. had a good they're feed. Full, so. Yeah. Mm. Um, but they do look magnificent. So mm. if you do get a chance and you haven't done the tours before, um, I suppose we kind of take it for granted, don't we? If we, we do, were sort of we, living out we do. that side. and mm. you, Well, our um, blossom has been compared to the Japanese cherry, cherry blossom. Mm. And it does look like it's an explosion. Mm. And around the 20th of, you know, mm. the 18th, 20th is when they really just... really timed it perfectly. Oh, Perfectly. Mm. I did notice the first blossom came out on the first on our mm. farm, which was mm. I thought, oh, yeah, this is going to be yep. perfect. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the weather, unlike last year, it was a bit chilly, wasn't it? Chilly Freezing and, and blowing a yeah. gale. But you mm. know what? A couple of pints of prickly Moses, and you don't. You That's don't right. And the, put the kids on the jumping castle and exactly. the giant slide. Yeah. Exactly. They will soon warm up. Exactly. Mm. We'll all soon mm. warm up. Now, um, 
as far as music acts go, because well, we've it's got a great the Shantuzies are our highlight, a so headline excited. act. The Shantuzies are well known. I am so excited about the Shantuzies. Mm. I'm a child of the eighties yeah. and love the Shantuzies. Mm. Um, has Dave Store? We've also got um, we've got Dave Store is yeah. um, organising everything with the music for us. He's so good, isn't he? He's just the easiest man to get along with. Yeah, just he's, nothing's too hard yeah. for him. He used to play in a band in Swan Hill when I was when I was there. He's, he's also got, he's got his own band in Mildura too. Yeah, now. Mm. yeah. Do they gig much? Do you know? Yes, yeah, that, they're they pretty do. pretty tight. Um, speaking of another band that do a few gigs, uh, the old Drowning Sorrows. <laughs> Don't call them old <laughs> from Gosh, Swan Hill. Bruce will hate that. Uh, uh, but he's been around. They've been around a while. They've been around, and yeah. they're a very popular mm. cover band. Mm. Um, and Bruce has said, anyone that's got requests, feel free to shout them out. He and, loves it. Yeah, nothing like that. <laughs> sitting back in, in the sunshine with a drink. Yeah. Calling requests, and then we're going to. We've also got Jet Charman, who's He's a local, a local um, guitarist, mm. um, musician. Mm. He, he's someone who we'll have to watch in the future. He's mm. a very yeah, he's talented fantastic. young boy. Very talented and very easy to listen to. Mm. Very easy to watch too. Um, excellent. So there's so much going on. I'm there's so, so excited. Much going on. We've also got the dragon boat racing. Oh, um, really? Yes. Yeah, so. Um, Kate Redman from Mildura, or she's a local girl, but um, from Mildura Dragon Boat. Yep. Uh, or racing yep. club. Yep. Uh, bringing some dragon boats along and people can have a try out in the dragon boats or, and they'll be giving demonstrations throughout most of the day. That's great. And Re Taekwondo are doing demos and too, aren't they? They are. Yeah, they that's are. amazing. And mm. great for kids because they do have a really strong um, – club here in Robin Very strong club. Yeah. And um, Dragon Boats and Taekwondo. How awesome. So all sorts of different, something mm. for everyone really. Um, Robin Bale are, are looking at purchasing a, a Dragon Boat too. So Ooh. we might be able to get our own Dragon Ooh. Boat. Really? Mm. Is your mm. husband heading that up? That sounds like something he'd be involved no, in. No, me. Oh, you? Really? <laughs> I'd, I'd love to Awesome. Mm. That's great. Mm. Oh, yeah. you've just, you've given mm. me an idea. I'm just trying to think where in... The schedule we can fit that in, but um, we'll talk about that down the track. That sounds like because mm, our rivers, our rivers great. just so beautiful. We've got yeah. to utilise the yeah, absolutely. Um, well, so much going on at the Armour Blossom Festival. So much Festival. going on. So, so much from ten to four. Don't waste a minute. Mm, I would suggest five dollars admission, which is dirt cheap. Yeah, absolutely dirt cheap. Is that five dollars per person? Per person, per person and people under um, children are free. Yeah. Amazing. Mm. All right. Well, I will let you get back to it because no doubt you've got a fair bit of work to still do and run around like crazy people mm. over the next few days. Thanks very much, Jay. No for worries. Us the opportunity to promote it again. But I'll also need to just say that um, we had a generous donation from um, Arts Council, Vic- Arts, Arts Victoria, Arts Victoria yeah. Council. Yep. Um, when we put in an application, and that's really helping us with. Particularly with Tony, who's a mm. uh, Genevieve, who's working in those schools today, yep. Thursday and Friday, um, teaching music and movement Great. to the different students. Yep so that they can come and perform. The Arts Council of Victoria do some great stuff with um, with grants funding and things mm. like that for all sorts of different topics. So it's a credit mm. to you guys to actually apply for mm. the grant. Well, so well done because yeah, that's not an easy appreciation to the Arts Council. Mm. It's not an easy process applying, but, yeah, that is – It's well worth it. It and, is well worth it because they do support benefit like so many children in the area who mm. 
necess- not necessarily are exposed to this kind of art form. Mm. Yeah, that's mm. excellent. Amazing. Mm. Great job. Well done, committee. Thanks, Jay. I can't wait. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, so we will see you Sunday, oh, no doubt. We might even do a, Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'll hold you to that. We might even do a bit down there for next week maybe. We'll yeah. talk to you later on. Thank you very much, Annette. Everyone Thanks, get Jay. to the Almond Blossom mm. Festival, 10 till 4 at the Community Centre Lawns this Sunday. Dang and Dong. Sounds like a comedy duo, but it's just Jack talking about all things Vietnamese. Hello. Dang yep. and Dong. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> it's time for a, we're going to call your segment. <laughs> I was really happy with myself with that intro. Okay. <laughs> do you like it? Oh, okay. <laughs> you just don't care, do you? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Dong, like Vietnamese dong, is worth like sixteen thousand Australian dollars, or fifteen uh, eight one one, or something. Vice versa, one dollar is worth oh. sixteen thousand dong, or seventeen thousand. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, like. Yeah, I, I know what you're on on any given day. <laughs> so, like, Vietnamese millionaire, Absolutely. both of us, yeah, yeah. No. with well, twenty yeah. bucks in our pocket. I think, yeah, no. Some people can be billionaires. <laughs> With a hundred bucks yeah. in their pocket. Um, Jack, what is going on? Let's talk first about uh, the Lantern Festival progress. What's going on there? Yes, now we... Um we're, we're progressing very nicely. We're finished with the flyer. Mm-hmm. We're just waiting for the last confirmation. Looks good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Um, we really, really want to have it out there in the community um, like about now, really. But... Mm. Uh, we we just want that final confirmation from the the uh, council. Uh, it's a bit of a snag, but I'm hoping to iron out today sometime. Um, but by the end of the day, we'll probably yeah. I'm just get not going to say a word. <laughs> no, no, please don't I'm make it worse. Say, you know, I'm just not going to say <laughs> yeah, a just, word. Please, just hold your breath. Um, <laughs> don't make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> I am holding. That's very good advice. Just hold your breath. Um, but it sounds amazing, and I was actually quite interested to read on the flyer about the specifications for the lantern because I can see. I know it's a kids' competition. Yeah, but. Parents are gonna help. Oh, absolutely! Oh no, we're encouraging. How it's a family. Yeah, it, it's a family thing. No? Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. Mm. We, we, the the thing is, um, it's my idea is like uh, during winter, you know, everybody got no, not a lot to do mm. in 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 terms of inter in inside activities. So, yeah. um, kids get cabin fever. Yeah, been <laughs> so inside when it's you, been raining. Yeah, so if um. Family wants to get together and start making lanterns. They're mm. getting ready for spring and, you know, at the Lantern Festival. Yeah, you know what I mean? So by the time, um, this time next year. Yeah. Yeah, you know, everybody's ready and ready to go. Awesome. There's some YouTube videos on how to go about it too. Yes. But yeah. don't put candles in the middle. That's the instruction, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> no, that's, that's not advisable. <laughs> Actually, it's, um yeah, we... we it's prohibited. It's, pre- <laughs> it's prohibited in in this uh, case, yes. Uh, but there's some. I've got some great ideas. I won't be able to execute it, but my husband will. Awesome. Yeah. Um. Now let's talk about the Almond Blossom Festival. We've just spoken to Annette, who's very excited. I'm very excited. Yes. Your wife is gonna. Is she having her dumplings down there? Yeah, Please tell me she yes, is. Yes, she, oh, she's. Um. We're we're there for the first time with dumplings. So yep. We'll just see how we go. We not there last year. Oh, no, we we're there, but we we've always been helping select harvest with their stores. Oh you know, yeah. yeah. So Elaine, but Elaine hasn't had her dumplings there before. Never, no. Ah. So. Right, you realise that this means I get a free fair dumpling. Absolutely, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> awesome, because no they are delicious. She's been going to um, I mean, she's always at the Robinvale Country Market, um, 
that Rotary put on. Yep. She's been travelling to Swan Hill to do the Rotary market yes, there too, yes. hasn't she? We're, we're trying to build a bit of a name for ourselves. Yeah. yeah and we're, we're there at Redcliffe's too. Really? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. You guys are getting around. Yeah. And you've been doing some plastering and insulation and stuff today as well. Yeah. Don't yeah. let that get down below. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jack, you can do your language thing. I'm guessing we're going to invite the Vietnamese community to come down to the Almond Blossom Festival on Sunday. Yeah, no, I'll give it a crack. Yeah, yeah wait, wait, you may as well. That's, yeah. why, that's why you're here. Where you go. Oh, kính thưa quý khách. Um, cuối tuần này, thứ, um, thứ uh, Chủ nhật có uh, Almond Blossom Festival. Xin uh, mời uh, quý vị tới uh, chơi chung vui. Uh, and uh, try some dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I was saying to Kato last week, the broken English and the things that don't translate, <laughs> yeah. and it happens in every language on earth, yeah. where there's like Robin Vale, yep. doesn't translate into anything really. Nah, Almond Blossom, uh, when you said Almond Blossom Festival yeah. there... Perfect. I just love it. Um, Jack, thank you very much for coming in today and giving us a few minutes. I know you're really busy, so I'll let you get back to work. No um, We will see you and Elaine with dumplings on Sunday. I'm very excited. And um, Lantern Festival stuff will hopefully be public and out to market next week. Absolutely, yeah. Fingers crossed. Yep. Okay, great. Thanks. You can keep an eye. We'll, um, we'll put all the Lantern Festival stuff up on the podcast page and the website as well. So um, we're oh. in full support of it. So awesome. well done. Awesome. All power to you. Thanks, Jack. Thank you so much for having me. Cheers. Talking Tongan with Kato. How cool is your intro? Do you feel like a superstar? Oh, definitely. Can you talk into the microphone? Oh, definitely. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Give us, firstly, give us a rundown of the Sentinel this week. There's a lot happening on there the is. Sentinel. And do go out there and buy mm. the Sentinel. Mm. So, what we have on our front page is the Mali Almond Blossom Festival this weekend. Looking forward to that this mm-hmm. weekend. I am looking forward to that. Mm. Love the Almond Blossom Festival. Definitely. Mm. The green light for the TAC L2P program in Roma. Mm. So matching our young adults. We've, we've required 120 hours of driving practice. That's interesting to read as well. Yeah, we're actually going to talk to Crystal um, from Vicpol. She's coming in a bit later to, um, to chat about the L2P program which is oh, great cool. yeah cool. we should talk to leon too because he's one of the mentors ah. and Travi. Yeah. But anyway <laughs> yeah, and on. then we've got our public hearing on the bowround old shire council public inquiry i'm not saying anything okay good <laughs> <laughs> our local business may be in threaten yeah um, now this yes. is this is a this is a bugbear of mine because yes. we've been businesses, retailers, in anyone that's in retail at the moment will tell you that there's a retail recession. Yes. Um, and it's a really good a really good example of what happens when people don't support local businesses, yes. when they shop online and businesses have no choice but to shut up shut shop. Up. Yes. And it's really sad. It's really and, sad. And it makes – like there is – there's money to be spent – here, there were everyone knows that there's money, yes, but it's being it's being spent on websites internationally that don't support things like the footy club, the basketball club, exactly. the taekwondo, you know, everybody else around you. It's exactly. really important. And then the shops close down; they get bought out by somebody else, and potentially they don't do n- nothing. Exactly, things they do don't with it. things don't happen. And then they go, well, what are we going to do about the front of the shops? Well. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is a um, 
very you know and I'm a business owner too and my my parents are in retail and it's just it's it's a hard slog like it really is is. we just need our local to instead of running down even running down to Rum um to Majura and Swan Hill Mm. you know look what's around yeah and it's hard now because so many businesses have clothes trying to get what you need, like if you need a pair of underpants, you can go to Richie's, um, but you'll notice a lot of the time, Richie's are sometimes out of stock, but I think, and coming off the back of the housing and population study uh, yesterday, they're probably catering to a certain population. So with any luck, this population study could go to them to say, this is how many people are shopping yes. here. Like, can we cater to that, please? I'm, I'm going to actually talk about that one too. Okay. That's on our paper Sorry to well. interrupt, but that's a bit of a – I get very passionate. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. And that's why you are our counsellor. Well, that's, that's You have right. to be passionate mm. to, to, you know – Passionate push. or a little bit of a psychopath, whichever. <laughs> we need someone to push that in Romvale. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so shop local, peeps. Shop yes, local. Please. So we can keep sports local and all sorts of things because it's so vital, so and vital. Not just that. Jobs for our kids. Yeah, that's right. Jobs for our kids. We can keep our kids here. Mm. And give them new skills. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Then we've got our lovely mayor's, uh, mayor's column. That's uh, like... Um, Anne's, Jade. Yeah, yeah. councillor. Anne Young. Oh. Mm. The lady in red from yeah, last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Sorry, Fred. Some interesting news <laughs> on a new population study as Jade... Um, mentioned to our housing, to our housing tra- uh, strategy. Sorry, mm. that's all right. Have you read that? Put uh, you on the spot. Have you read the housing strategy? A little bit. Yeah, I it's can't. 110 pages. Ooh. It's a it's a really good document though. If you get a chance, and there is a link on read. it. There is mm. a link on on our Sentinel. Uh, so mm. if you want to, yes. Yeah, mm. so. And we'll put the um, the link on the podcast page as well. Beautiful, thank mm. you. Mm. We also have the Robin Vale. Used oh, the, our lovely councillor here also has a column in mm. our Robin Vale Sentinel. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Always important to listen to Jay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. There's a few people mm. that would tell you otherwise, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then we've got our Robin Mail Euston Business Association meeting was taken at the Bridge Motel. Mm. More information and valid issues that were raised to embed our community are only found in our local newspaper. Mm. And so much more. Yeah. And the REBA meetings are really good meetings to come along to. So local businesses should come along um, and be members of REBA because there's a lot of ideas that get bounced around that table and a lot of robust discussion. Mm. Um, so if local business owners are not members, then they, they should think about becoming members. Very true. Mm. Very true. Um, like, again, support local. Mm. They've got the business oh, – I can't remember what it is. You know, what, what is it? Off the, the business workshop. There's a couple of spots coming. The re- oh, Which one? The advisory service. Is that coming? Yeah, it's coming soon. It's on the Reba um, Facebook page. Reba members would know about it anyway. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, like a business health check um, coming up very soon. Anyway, go on. And we also have um, – our extensive extensive read on our footy, our Robin Mar Houston football, mm. or we'll be playing in the finals. I urge all Robin Mar Houston community to come along and support our boys. Mm. Um, best of luck to the boys for the finals mm. as well. I did a I did this the write up for Marion um, on Dustin Fletcher as well. There's a little a great little story yeah. featuring <laughs> featuring Travis Bustle. So um, have a read of that. Yes. That's 
on that. Mm, mm-hmm. Thank he you for was, mentioning that. Oh, he was – there's Starstruck and then there's Travi Bustle. He was, yeah, beyond it. So, anyway, have a read. It's in the Sentinel this week. What else have we got, Cato? Um, we also have um, welcoming um, a new addition to our Robin Vale community, the Garifa McMonies. Welcoming a, a new addition bubba. to the growing family tree. Congratulations, Carmen and Jacob. Congrats. And a special 80th birthday shout out to John Keating. Oh, yes. 80. 80. Jeez, that's a good innings, isn't it? That's a really good innings. I don't think I'll even reach 80, to be honest. I don't think I'll reach 80. I'll be happy at 50. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think I'll reach 80 with my, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Still being of sound mind, let's put it that way. (laughs) Genetics are not in my favour, but um, yeah. Anything? You got anything else? And not forgetting, and as a very sad, sad news, a beautiful soul was taken. Um, a local girl in our community lost her baby, Mosati Emmanuel Makalio, to our Tongan um, community. Aww. Information and services will um, be on our Robin Mouse Sentinel for oh, more. anyone who wants to attend. That's on Saturday. Oh. That's so, just that's the worst mm, fear as a mother. Yes, oh. a mother. Not that I've ever experienced it, but just seeing oh, the rawness of heartbreaking. it when you go over to her house, it's yeah. Oh, that you is will know, just... Jay. Can you imagine with the losing? Oh no, I can't. How much you love your it's, boys? No, that's just yeah. how old was the baby? Baby was only one month. Oh yeah. no! So, yeah, that's just. I have so, to stop speaking. Um, yeah, that's. Heartbreaking. I know. You're just Heart- trying to tear Heart- up, darling. I, oh, I think we better change the subject because oh, no. you're tearing yes. up there. I know. Um, <laughs> right. Do you do your tongue and bit. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to do my tongue and bit. Um, malo lele kai nga tonga hono kotoa kuwa tuai fafetaim fa malo ke otua. Hene o mia fai nga malie ke taufe vahe vahe aki, but taufe ako aki ki he Robin Val Sentinel. Um, oko putu oko latest news ko putu a. Mosati Emmanuel Makalio Efaihe Tokonaki Ihe Apisiasi Koe Church of Christ um, Ko Tuipe Ko Taha Na Talakiai More Information He Maupehe Sentono Da Mea Taha Ko Ilo O Kwe Ungahi Ngaue Ai Ungahi Mea Ke Nehango Tokoni Ki Tautole Ka Kaitonga Ke Tauomai O Popou I Ngahi Pisnisi A Robin Veli A Mau Inga Ke Taukumi E Taungahi Koloa He Ngahi Pisnisi A Robin Veli O Da Mea Taha Ko Tamaiki Akapulu, mawing au pito ke tau support tau fupo a Romveli heku ko me aye tokoni ai ai paanga fakalo kolo ke ke hanote ke tau fanau ke sipoti ko ya petu ofatu malo malo apito Kaido thank you so much I could sit here and listen to you speak in your language <laughs> all day I love it well we need to start speaking your language too so you've got Italian in you <sighs> yeah but I haven't spoken it's really sad you know because my my grandmother God rest her soul um, <laughs> I'm I'm named after my grandmother Pascolina. Uh, Oh, beautiful. Yeah, so, well, yeah. My mother didn't think so, which is why I'm Jade. So Jade's my actual middle name. 
Pasqualina or Patricia in Australia oh, is I my. I love um, that name. Yeah, that's my that's my first name. But she she came out, and this is just a little bit of history on me. So she came out. My her and my grandfather were betrothed at birth um, in Varapodi in Calabria. Yeah. Um, she didn't come out until after they were married. So they were married by proxy. While she was still in Italy, he was already out here doing. How many years was that thing? before oh, they even before they met? Well, let's put it this way: he had three kids before she got here. Anywho, that's okay. a whole other story. So he already started a family. Yeah, before he she already started. Got- yeah, yeah, and we didn't even find them until 40, 50 years later. Anyway. Like I said, whole other story. But she never really learned to speak English. So when we communicate with her, we had to communicate in, you know, sort of static. Yeah, simple English or um, learn to speak Italian. So when you get to high school in those days, they would teach you Italian in Swan Hill. Um, And then, but she died in 2001. Um, So, yeah, so she's been around for 19 years. And I don't often hear, even my father now, because since my grandfather died, I don't often hear Italian spoken anymore. And I certainly don't get to speak it. And I spent a few months in Italy, in Calabria um, there, and you you pick it up and you speak it and it's, it's great. But when you're not... When you when you don't have anyone to speak it with, you really lose it. It's like true. you know what? It's it's like you know you're playing the piano, or it's not like riding a bike where you can just pick it up. It's true, true. You, you kind of have to relearn. So, um, so yeah, I won't be doing an Italian bit. <laughs> the only reason I got to speak the Tongan language was just because um, my parents don't speak one English at all. At all. At at all. They do. They know the high and by this, you know, but yeah. communicating is a bit of a struggle. Yeah, right. And, um, well, that's exactly why we're doing this. Yes. Exactly. So that, you know, the the different different cultures within our community have somewhere to get, even if it's just a little, little bit of bit. information, um, they have somewhere to go. Exactly. So, and the exactly. website now is able to be translated so you can pick which language you want to oh, wow. yeah, work that out. So it's been, there's been a lot thank of self-teaching. You. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, thank you very much. Thank and we you, will Jay. catch you next week. Next week. Till next week. Oh, we've got some more cultural diversity now from our Fijian community, Maria. Absalom, better known as Abs, at least on the netball court. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having the me. The more we can get from the different um, sections of our community, the better, I think. Um, so we really appreciate your time coming straight from work. We're going to ta- chat about Fijian things happening. Yes. You're heavily involved in the Fijian church here, yeah? Uh, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't actually have a Fijian community as such, mm-hmm. um, association. Um, one was, well, the last I heard of it was um, about three years ago. But then the Fijian church is sort of like coming together. Yes, yeah, churches are like that anyway, aren't they? And um, it's it's basically the end of the month where all churches combine to have one big service. Really? Yeah, and there's always a big feed at the end of it. So. Always a big feed? <laughs> yes. Mate, I'm there. <laughs> you're always welcome. <laughs> Anyone always welcome to come. If you're putting food on, I will turn up. <laughs> Um, that's yeah. awesome. So that's the end of each month. And where does that happen? At the All Nations? No, they have different churches that host it. Okay. Yeah. Like the new one down 
Robin here. Street? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. So that was the, where the last one was held. So the next one probably at the uh, Seventh-day Adventist Church. There's, so they'll be hosting that month and it just changes every month. Wow, that's a great thing. I had yes. no idea. Because you, you know what it's like. In this town, it's yeah, football is your religion, football or grapes. Exactly, or, yeah. yeah. that's great. Awesome. It just brings everybody together and, you know, coming from Mildura, Swan Hill, Tully Bar, really? all the way. Because you know, there's a heavy Fijian population in Tully Bar too, is, isn't there? It is, yeah. yeah. I remember playing netball against Fijians as I was growing up. Yeah. And that was so good. So Like yourself. Have yeah. you retired now? Are you still playing? I'm thinking of retiring today. Yeah, well, today I <laughs> had to make um, a very, you know, adjustment with. Uh, oh, I actually went to the doctors and all that. So it really? is really so we're getting is. an exclusive. <laughs> yeah. What's happened? Is this with your knee? Yes. It oh, is. what's so, happened? Um, I'm having a surgery in about three weeks' time. So, a Rico. Yeah. It's just the mind says to keep going, but the body just says no. That's it. That's <gasps> it. <laughs> so is it a reconstruction or a? I'm over a clean edge of the cartilage. Okay. Yes. So like and, a then, and then there's others after oh, that. Oh, wow. But, yeah. Oh, abs. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, that's all right. I, at least I've, um, you know, um, had an enjoyment with the games and all that. And I'm, yeah, I can look back and say I didn't regret doing anything. Oh, you'll just have to but stick to umpiring yes, now. Yes, exactly. There's always something to do yeah. <laughs> in a small town We've like been Robin a Bell. Club. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, abs. Oh, that's heartbreaking. But anyway... It just means that the story changes. That's yes. all. It doesn't end. It's just another chapter, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, let's talk about rugby league. Yes. And uh, the Fijian boys, you were saying, play for the Warriors, who are playing the Robin Vale Storm this week. Is yes. that right? Um, they'll be in the semifinals at about 2.30. At, um, at John James Oval here? Yes. Yeah, on Saturday. Uh, on Saturday. And... Um, no, it's going to be a very big match with uh, having the locals here. And I think there's a couple of Fijian boys too with the, with the Robinville Storm. Yep. But a majority of them would be, would be playing for uh, Mildura Warriors. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's um, something that we'll be looking forward to um, watch. Yeah. Um, it's a do or die game. So whoever uh, wins straight into the semis uh, or straight into sorry, grand final. finals yep. yeah grand finals and uh, so it's a second it's a second chance match yes yeah so whoever loses then plays next week yeah oh i love finals well, i really hopefully do I live the for weather's it. like this today um well, it's supposed to be this weekend's supposed to be beautiful yes yeah we'll make it harder to to you know get on that grass though yeah. the way they dive for tries is and i love rugby league i love i would much rather sit down and watch rugby an NRL, nrl game as opposed to an afl game yeah. these days but um <laughs> yeah uh, and i'm actually you and i should play next year rugby league no yeah, why not? <laughs> i'm trying to get out of netball <laughs> you're trying to get out of netball so i'll just book myself in for knee surgery you're going to extreme lengths Gosh. Okay. Well, yeah, well, all right. Fine. Just an idea. Jeez. Okay. Um, so you've got some some stuff and some information in Fijian. Yes. I should have I should have welcomed you. Bula. Bula Binaka. Oh, Bula Binaka. Uh, my Peyton still greets me every now and then oh, in Fijian. Yeah, it's so, yeah. so cute. Um, yeah, we went there earlier in the year. Yeah. And the kids loved it. And, yeah, Peyton was fully into the language and all of that. So, awesome. um, yeah, which was really good. But, anyway, I will let you let you go in language. The microphone is your, or the podcast is yours. Thank you. 
Nisambula vinakatale maina nonda ni wakaronga tiko mai. Au wakambula raramba tiko ya ni wekenda. Kede sara kau niutaka nindau maka tiko na ngarabu ni tabi wakadakadaka. Waka uwesivi na wengarabu nonda turanga chisu karisto. Au vya vesureti tiko ya ni wekenda menda maitokona na nonrangito na nonda zorobo ena singa wakarawai. Sarangango ena buku ni semifinala. Ni Rugby League and the Sunraiser region. Karauna sota tiko kina kena team ni Robinvale Storm and Avema Mani Roa. Au sabaka nui nui vinaka tiko yaani. Nindua na madhawa vinaka ni ngarabi tabi. Meyadhawa na ngauna kataraba ni wakadhengu vinaka. Kasautu tiko na mbula. Nomu niindau ni vengarabi, Maria. Vinaka wakalevu. Vinaka. I love it. I love it. I was, Kato was in just before you um, with her tongue and piece. And yes, I could I listen to that. you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could listen to you guys speaking language all day. I love it. Thank you for coming in. Thanks Will we see me. you next next week or at least until you go in for knee surgery? Yeah, thank you. It'll be in three weeks time. So, yeah. Oh, so, we'll get the next couple of weeks out of yes. you at least. Awesome. <laughs> Maria, thank you so much. We will talk to you next week. Thank you. All right, time to talk netball with Jano. Hello. How are you? Thanks for having me back. <laughs> well, thanks for coming back. Where's your sidekick? Um, my sidekick is busy doing irrigation farmer stuff today. Oh, Donnie, sh- working. Yeah, yeah, working, exactly. Um, he's... He gets quite excited. He messaged me at 7 o'clock this morning and said, oh, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. It's all right, mate. Don't. Just chill. <laughs> it's fine. I can handle it. I promise. So, you know, Dottie, he'll be back. Oh, he might not. He's going to Port Douglas next week. So, oh, well, we'll cut this podcast back to five minutes if Donnie's not here. Well, it's been so succinct. It's <laughs> oh, God love him. No. Um, so, let's talk about we've got the final couple of rounds. Yes. of um, Last round. Oh, last round. Yeah. yeah. Wentworth? No, Wentworth last week, Merbein oh, this week. Maria told me it was Wentworth. I'm getting misinformation. Yes, Sorry, yes. I was a little bit confused. Wentworth last week, which was our home last home mm-hmm. game, and now this week, Merbein away, which is last round mm. before finals. Mm. And nep- no, there's no netball no. sides in the finals, is No, there? unfortunately not. But that means everybody can go along and support the boys. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I no, guess. no, no, that'll be fine. Of course. Yeah. That's what we'll do. We'll yeah. go and support the footy boys. Well, yeah, hopefully... Well, they'll, they'll, they'll certainly have a fair few teams in and... Um, well, 16s, 18s, reserves and seniors. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So, hopefully some results. Yeah. Grand hopefully. final. Yes. Grand mm. finals. Hopefully they make it to the grand finals and bring home a few premierships. Fingers crossed. Nice, wouldn't it? would be nice. Mm. So, yes. Right. So, what else have you got for us? You've got lots of notes there. Everyone's coming prepared no. today. No. Well, these I'm notes... I'm so impressed. No, no. These notes were just whipped up in the last couple of minutes, but... Well, I guess we'll talk about netball on the weekend, Wentworth. Mm. Yeah, how did that go? Um, no, it wasn't too bad, actually. It was all right. <laughs> I sort of – well, there was obviously a few absences with a wedding and mm. um, a few things going on last weekend. So, I thought probably – And Carmen having her baby. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've was... congratulated her, but oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, you've come in early. I've, I got, know. This well, ri- I've got this written down. Jana, we've talked to like 15 people yeah, before yeah. you. Yeah, yeah so it's come okay, up in conversation. Okay, we'll move that to the top of the list here. So, yes, congratulations to Carmen and Jacob for the new baby girl, Isla. Mm. So, it's very exciting. Isla Ruby. No, Isla, Isla Roseanne. Roseanne. Yeah, Roseanne. Oh, where I got Ruby from. 
So, yeah, so that all happened uh, last week. So mm-hmm. she's home and I think everything going well. So, um, yeah, gorgeous little girl, dark hair. The Italian awesome. influence, maybe. Yep. So, yeah, I think she'll be – they're all going well and I'm sure they'll be glad to be home. So Great. Look awesome. forward to meeting her hopefully mm. maybe this weekend at footy. Yay. So, um, yeah, so Wentworth on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I thought we probably went better than what – I expected due to obviously yeah a few absence and um and a few other things going on so yeah we didn't what win. What was the score in the? I don't even know what the scores. I signed the oh. book and I didn't even read it. But I think we probably <laughs> wow, lost by. You can't. I, that's no. the job. To, when you yeah, sign the book, you're supposed yeah. to check the score. Don't I think I? we probably lost by about twenty goals or twenty five goals maybe. But okay. in saying that, I thought we held ourselves in in good stead and I thought we. You know we had some patches of it which were really really good and we had other patches that weren't so great but. Mm. Yeah, I think um, – I mean, Wentworth, they're a great team. They're going to be very good finals contenders. But in saying that, I think they have been pegged back um, and probably – yeah, I don't think they were the team that we played the first time around. Really? I think um, – yeah. What was that? I don't know. I think they've changed a few combinations and I think – I don't know. The way that they're playing was – it reminded me a bit of Suncourt Netball in Melbourne where they're just they're – just, throwing passes backwards and forwards and probably throwing too many passes than needed. They've got a really strong goaling combination, a, a really tall goaler. Mm, should take three passes. Well, that's right. I just think the less passes, the less chance of the opposition getting the ball. So Three passes from the centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I think they probably are playing around with the ball a little bit too much now, which I think is probably going to become a bit more detrimental when coming to finals. Do so you think they were trying, t- trying out without being – Without being um, yeah, I know offensive, yeah. yeah. Yes. But do you think they were trying out a, a, cu- a couple of different game mm. plans and strategies? Nah. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, they could have been. But no, I just think that's the style of game that they're, yeah, I that think they're, they're sort of working towards. Yeah. They're a physical team too, aren't they? Yeah, they're quite physical, but mm. um, no worse than anyone else, I don't no. think. And um, it's, not a, it's not a non-contact sport anymore. Right, You're hey, allowed to contest. A, that's right. But I just feel that... Um, yeah, if that style of game is what they take into finals, I think they could get found out a little bit in terms of, you know, if you've got a really good key wing defence um, and even and centre player and, you know, and goal defenders in the ring who are willing to go for those intercepts, you know, mm. and, and leave their player le- left in the, in the goal ring. Um, yeah, I don't know. They might find themselves um, a bit exposed, I think. So. Yeah, right. But in saying that, they're a good team. Don't get me wrong. They're a good team and um, see what happens, I That's guess, come finals. interesting analysis, Dano. Yeah. Very interesting. So, I don't know. I think mm. they've just, yeah, they've been a team that everyone sort of talked about in the way that they're going about their netball in terms of systems and the talking on the court and, mm. you know, being trying to be very professional, which is great. Mm. Good on them. Yeah, absolutely. Um. But, yeah, I think maybe they've gone a little bit overboard in a few things. I don't okay. know. Because it's not Suncorp Netball. No, it's not Suncorp Netball, but I just, yeah. Anyways, yeah, go for it. I mean, So, are they – who's your tip then for A-grade well, premiers then? I saw Owen and South play a couple of weeks ago. I went for my uh, umpiring badge, C-grade badge. Oh, did I you get it? I got Good it. Good So, I got right. to see the last Congratulations. quarter. Thank you. I got to see the last quarter of the A-grade match then, which was an absolute cracking game. Mm. It was a draw going into the last quarter and it could have gone either way. And it was a physical encounter. Um, and I thought Onion probably were going to have it. But in the end, South won. They won by seven or something in the end. Yeah. But Onion come out absolutely firing and, and looked 
look the goods. But then South pegged them back and, yeah, they end up winning by seven goals after being, I think, down by – I think it got out to four. I think mm. Odin got out to four goals and then they end up winning by seven. So wow, that's an 11-goal turnaround. Yeah. Probably a matter of seven minutes of netball. Wow. Maybe, that's so. a good game though. It was a good game. It was really nice to watch. Yeah. It was really good competitive netball to yeah. watch. So, I don't know. I guess, yeah, between Wentworth – Owen, who have didn't start off so great, but have come mm. good now. Um, yeah, it could be anyone's. I think I'd probably say South at this stage, and um, our Rimples in there as well. They're yeah. a good team, but yeah. yeah, I think I'd probably say South. But yeah. You're undecided. At I'm this undecided. Stage. I yeah. don't know whether it'll be went. I think South will be in the grand final, and but whether it'll be Wentworth and or Owen in the in with them, mm. I would probably say Wentworth, but. Finals yeah. netball sorts sorts people yes. out. It certainly, it's yeah. different. You can, I don't think you can tell. I mean, you can tell if there's a big gap between, um, you know, your top four and your bottom four, yeah. or your top two and your bottom two. Yeah. Then obviously, you know, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. But if there's not much of, if there's four that are contenders, it's really hard to call just by going off home and away season games. Yeah. Because finals netball brings out your big game players and an atmosphere can certainly and I was always like that I was a shocking netballer during a season and as soon as there was a crowd and you get that hit of adrenaline you get that white line fever big game players and you start playing like you should have all year which is shocking but um it it happens you can't really you can't pick it and some some people rise to the occasion and others crumble they correct they can't handle it yeah so um yeah it'll Mm. be interesting but yeah, I hope all four teams that make it into the finals put on a really great spectacle for everyone and hopefully yeah. it's a good final series and not a not a blowout or, or um, you know, boring netball, really. Yeah, no, so you don't want boring netball, not even fi- not in finals. Yeah, no. so good luck to them. Yes. Back to Robinvale, I Yeah, think. back to Robinvale. Robinvale yes. So, anyways, but yeah, Wentworth on the weekend wasn't um, – yeah, it didn't go our way. The results didn't go our way. But I think most teams are really competitive and, yeah, it was a horrendous day in terms of weather. It was oh, horrendous. Blowing I thought a gale about it. And, and freezing cold, and mm. luckily we didn't get too much rain, or not really any rain at all. So, mm. yeah, but that was okay. So, yeah, done and dusted for that round, and now we're heading to Merbein for our mm. last, last game. Last game, excellent. And hopefully we can win. I was going to say, are you going to win? Well, I'm pumped. It's always a I chance. I want to win. It's the last yeah. game, and I you may as well leave on a good note. There. That's exactly. right. That's yeah. right. It's two teams that aren't going to be in finals. So, um, yeah. We want to um, we want to impress. Nothing. That's right. Yeah. We want to finish on a good note, and yeah. I think we can. I mean, Merbein haven't been great this season either. They've probably really, I mean, they were grand finalists last year to mm. now not even making finals. So yeah. we certainly have a uh, a good shot mm. at giving it a crack, and hopefully we can come away some some wins, mm. play some good netball to Brilliant. finish off. Yes. Now you wanted to have a chat about umpiring. I just thought we'd bring up umpiring. Yeah. Since you're an umpire. <laughs> I'm recently badged. You are recently badged. I have been trying for years to get my B grade badge. Um, so that's, I'm not going to talk about that because it's a sour note. Oh, it's not spot. a sour note. No, no, no. Sore not spot. really. It's just it's a matter of timing, to be honest. Yeah. And because I haven't been um, with a particular club for years because I've been um, travelling because I was advised to go get experience out of my comfort zone. So I've been travelling to leagues like the Goulburn Valley, yeah. um, which is – like Suncorp Super Netball, like it my is my home territory. Quick. Yeah, and so you know, like yeah. it is quick and it's it's nice and easy to read the play and stuff like that. But um, so I've done a lot of that, and just it's just a, a case of bad timing, and you know, it's on the list. Yeah, it's on the list. It's <laughs> still on the list, and yeah. that's okay. But I'm not going to travel 
next year. I've got one game next next week in in Seymour. So finals? No, no, finals? It's, their, it's their last round. Are you um, doing finals though? Are you going to travel? Yes. Do some umpire? I've had an email from um, Upstream <laughs> <laughs> earlier today. So, uh, yeah, I will. I mean, it's usually for finals. It's first in best dressed. Yeah. Um, but we need, and thankfully you've got your badge now because Maria Abs may not be able to umpire yeah, next year we'll since see. she's announced her retirement from playing and having knee surgery. Yeah. Mm. So, well, I hope she's a great, she's a great umpire and she's a really good umpiring advocate for Robin Bales. She is. So. And she's been travelling a bit too. She's been going yeah. to the Central Murray to do, and they're really impressed with it. Yeah. Belle Reynold and Tully Batmanang, yeah. um, which is great. And it's really good experience. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And it's a passion of hers and that's great. Yeah. And, yeah. And this is the thing. I'm t- we want to try and get girls who are involved in netball involved in umpiring. Yeah. So, you know. Because we need you to. That's right. We're mm. and Robin Bale especially. We are very, very short on umpires, and it's the same ones doing it every week. And it's literally, you know, they're doing playing as well as doing two or three games, mm. which isn't ideal either. And no. um, yeah, I just ways around getting people involved in umpiring. Yeah, I think we probably need a lot more support from from Netball Victoria and the umpiring getting, you know, uh, get Pam and Kathy yeah, onto it. Yeah, just getting them upskilled in it I guess mm. and being confident enough to do the umpiring and that sort of stuff yeah. and yeah and wanting him to be involved in it because it is you know you don't you can't play if you don't have umpires no that's right and you know so. what umpiring for your own game and this is the point that I stress and it's same with every sport if you can umpire then hopefully you've read a rule book but at least you need to you know the rules yeah. so that improves your game oh, from a playing perspective definitely. tenfold yeah that's right because you I know I should have got badged years ago and I would have been a 10 times better <laughs> player than what I was <laughs> Jane you've done all right no. you've done all right but it, um, you are right like I I mean I probably should have got badged 5 or 6 years ago I was just I kept putting it off and putting it off and then and then you have kids and then yeah yeah. and now and I know Robin Bale is very short on umpiring I was like you know I need to get my act together and just get it done so I did and you're right after reading all the rules and and going through um the little seminar thing that you go through or whatever it was actually really enlightening to you know find out you know you always query different things you're like why is that Mm. and now you know when you know the rules and that and you do and it it does give you a much better understanding and then I was actually in Mildura only a few weeks ago where um, the Sunraiser League took it upon themselves to get all the A-grade coaches or senior players to mm. come in for a meeting yep. just to clarify um, rules and things, especially coming into finals. So yep. basically um, telling people what to expect come finals. Yep. So, And it was really a really good meeting. I really um, found it very beneficial. And I was actually really quite surprised that all the coaches that were there, so these are only A-grade coaches, mm. Apart from me, I was the only umpire or anyone that does umpiring. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it's probably at a senior level, like there should be a lot more A-grade players who have a great understanding of the game. Why aren't they umpiring? Yeah, that's right. I was really surprised, really surprised by that. Looking around the room, I thought no one else in here actually umpires except for me. Mm. So. That's a concern, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I just found that really interesting. So. Anyways, but the meeting was really, really good and it was taken by, you know, um, Neil and the Lux who who run the umpiring. Um, Neil's been in the game a yeah. long, long time. So, And I think it was quite beneficial for the A-grade coaches and then obviously then to filter it down to the other coaches and to then filter it onto the players because I think sometimes we have umpire coordinators or whatever, but I think mm. 
players and that sort of brush them off a bit and go, oh, yeah, you're an umpire and just don't really take in what they're saying. But yep. I think when it comes from the coach or from the players um, that this is what they expect and mm. a clarification of rules and, um, yeah, hopefully the players and things take it on a little bit more and, yeah, the netball bec- the netball around Sunraysia becomes better for it. Yeah, and it'll improve. It, yeah. It's just – that's a byproduct of – that's right. Knowing the rules, really. That's right. So, yeah. well, yeah. that's great, Jano. Mm. Yeah. Things but anyway, hopefully, to. yeah. So we need more umpires next season. We need more umpires. Yeah. So I encourage all those juniors, seniors as well, to yeah get involved in it. Mm. It's, it's not hard. It's not daunting. No. I think if the you, first one can be, yeah, I especially guess, if you're young. Yeah, but I think if you are knowledgeable of the rules if you actually sit yourself down with the rule book or have a chat to an umpire or watch the videos go yeah. on to the netball I think victoria you'll find on my yourself netball portal going out there that especially if you then start on junior grades it's mm. not really that it isn't that daunting no so no if you've done the if you've done your homework watch right. and all of the stuff you can do the courses online now it's yeah. really quite easy so yeah. just do it in like your a, own time yeah. no pressure yeah so. so you don't have to go to the sunday clinics that we used to yeah. have to go to and all like, oh That's gosh right. and I, I had to go to melbourne to country week to get yeah. my c grade badge in 1995 anyway all right is that is that all we've got I thought I might just quickly touch on presentations. Just yes. So I know they'll be publicised on Facebook and probably in the paper or whatever, but um, obviously last round coming up, they will come around very quickly. So our junior presentations will be at the club room. So that's on Thursday, the 22nd of August, um, 4.30 till 6pm. Um, presentations starting off at 5 o'clock sharp. So make sure the kids and everything are all there ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say they'll probably be food and drink i don't know about a meal but i'd say there'll be lollies drink. or something for the kids yeah. soft drink for the kids something like that there's always drink so that's the junior presentation and then senior presentation will be on sunday the 15th of september which is the day after the grand final the um sfnl grand final okay and that will be at the footy rooms don't know times or anything at this stage just is that just netball season. or is it netball and footy no no footy and netball the day after the grand final yeah so it could re- it could just be an extension of the grand final well, party for the boys make it. If yeah they, if yeah, if the seconds or the seniors make it in and could be a uh, real shindig. <laughs> club rooms on Sunday. Shindig. Yeah. All righto. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Thank you, Jano, for coming in. Thank you, Again Jay. this week. We, uh, we should catch up with you next week as well just for a wrap-up of the season perhaps. That'd be lovely. All right. Wonderful. Thanks, Thank Jane. Thank you. <laughs> And now, geez, I tell you what, it's been a lengthy episode today, but there's so much to talk about. Um, We've got Crystal from Victoria Police in Rockvale. Hello. It's not turning into a true crime (laughs) podcast. This is a, we want to be positive, don't we? We do. Um, Crystal, thank you for coming in. That's okay. Speak into the microphone. Thanks for asking me. (laughs) (laughs) Pleasure. Now, um... The L2P program mm-hmm. that people will have read about in the Sentinel by yes. now, probably seen it on Facebook. Um, I think Clontarf have had it on their Facebook page as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great program. We have had it here in Robinvale once yep. before. Um, but tell us about tell us about your role in this or the the police role in this. Yeah. So basically, where they come and get the the car from us, we're going to hold it at the station and. Yep. Um, 
just help the mentors mm. that are going to be teaching the kids to drive. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're we're the gatekeepers to the car. <laughs> yeah, the gatekeepers <laughs> to the car. Yeah, and I like that. And hopefully, and hopefully, um, we can promote um, more people to become involved in the mentor program. Um, or promote safe or promote driving and promote safe driving. Mm. Absolutely, mm. it's um, an issue here in Robin Vale at times, <laughs> isn't it? We get all sort of uh, interesting drivers. That's true. Yes, that's very true. Mm. So anything we can do to support a program to help the kids, yep, um, learn to drive, yeah, uh, in in this environment, mm. um, out in the highways. Because not all kids um, have, like, having a kid that needs 120 hours of driving, like, as a family, that's tough, especially yep. if you're a single parent family. Yep, Where are you going to find 120 hours? No, it's a long time. And especially some people um, only have automatic cars, but they want their kids to get manuals. And, and My kids will be driving manuals. Know, don't know how to, yeah, some people don't even know how to teach their kids or they don't have the patience. Or I know. I'm oh, aware. I've got <laughs> friends that can't drive a manual yep. car. Mm. And we live in the country. Yep. You yep. need to be able to drive a manual car. Yeah. Surely. Yep. Don't you? Absolutely. Mm. Yep. No, I absolutely. would have thought so. So, you know, giving giving the kids exposure to not just um, driving around in the paddocks at their farm, mm. but actually getting out on the road and navigating. A bush bomb's still a thing. I think they are. I yeah. hope they are. Yeah. We had some great um, yeah. some great time. Like I know they're not really legal. They probably shouldn't talk about. But bush bombs were great yeah. for learning to drive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I consider myself an excellent driver. Yeah. In fact, probably better than my husband because I can parallel park <laughs> in one move. I won't lie. And he cannot. But, you know, I reckon that was learning to drive on the farm yeah. in a manual, mm. in a ute, in a bush bomb, yeah. um, was part and parcel of that. Yeah. Well, absolutely. What? I remember getting in my uncle's ute as a, mm. you know, just before I was allowed on the road and mm. then um, him teaching me how to navigate the, the sheds and the cows and everything. Yep. And, and how to and use the, the, the column, the column <laughs> shift. Yeah. I remember driving in my best friend's yeah. dad's ute with the column oh, shift. Oh, okay. I don't think I ever mm. had to do column shifts. I am old. <laughs> <laughs> old. But yeah, yeah right. so it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a really good opportunity for the kids, you know, um, not, I guess it's, Obviously, being in Robin Vale, you're, mm. you're an hour away from Mildura, an mm. hour and 20 from Swan Hill. Mm. So, if you want to get someone like RACV or someone to come and teach your kids mm. to drive, then that's not even it's really hard. an option. No. Um, so, it's a really great thing and we're really lucky and really glad that Swan Hill Council have decided to yeah. uh, bring it on down here. And Swan Hill and Kerrang Toyota as well. Yeah. They're sponsoring the little Yaris, yeah. which is a ripper little car. Yeah, it's a great yeah. little car. Yeah. So they've um, they've done really well and we're, the kids are very lucky. Yeah, very mm. lucky. And um, Leon and Trav are the mentors to they begin are. with. They are. And we're looking for more. Mm. Um, so obviously it's really important for everyone to know that if they want to be a part of the program, they can jump on the Swan Hill website. Mm-hmm. The council website. Can, yeah, the yep. council website. And they can – there's a, a link and an email and mm. that they can apply to register. Mm. And then there's also volunteer forms that people get hold of if they're interested yep. in becoming mentors. Yep. Because obviously Trav and Leon can't do it all on their own. No. Um, so if anyone is interested – then um, they can grab mm. forms from the website. And I think that's where it's felt fallen over once before. Yeah. yeah. So they will need a police check yes. as well. And working with children, I would imagine. Yeah. So yeah. all that, all those checks and stuff will have to be But you know what? If you're working with kids, you've got that anyway. If you're coaching netball and you're involved yeah. with kids, you've got them anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So 
um, yeah, definitely, if anyone's got any questions about it, they can always call us at the police station or call yep. the council, Sunhill Council. Talk to you directly. Um, they can talk, everyone knows about it. Yep. Um, so they can speak to any member of police at Robinvale and any questions they have, we're more than happy to answer them. Terrific. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the bike program is yeah. that official yet can we talk about that yeah we can this is a great thing yeah. i love this tell us so we just apart from obviously being police officers and what officers and wanting to um give back to the community we thought um you know road safety bike safety uh is taught from a young age mm. so or at least it should be hopefully mm. yeah so we've been uh i've been going around to most of the schools uh st mary's from college are jumping on board this term and out at menangatang uh oh, peter been down 12 there as well. been down yeah, there okay we've been talking about road safety with all the kids yep. uh all the grade five sixes yep um and we thought we'd draw up some funding and see if we couldn't um provide some bikes for a couple of kids at each school that's maybe uh, doing really well at school, has really participated in all the road safety activities we've been doing um, the right thing, turning up. Doing the right thing um, and just we'll we'll take guidance from the teachers and from what we see and Mm. we've um, we found some money and we had uh, Aruna Farms help us donate. Good old Aruna Um, Farms. (laughs) And Hodgson uh, Cycles in Mildura, in Mildura. Awesome. have given us a, a, um, a chop out as well. So nice. it's really nice that we can uh, do this for the kids yeah. and maybe make someone's year and, and, and work a little harder at school. And, you know, if people, kids are staying in school, they're not, they're not out in the roads doing silly things. Getting um, up to mischief. Getting up to mischief. Mm. It's a small town. It is a small town. Um, Plenty of mischief to be had. Correct. But everyone knows about it, so just don't do it. <laughs> you learn that correct. the hard way pretty early on, don't you? Yeah, yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it's just, it's just something fun that we can do with the kids and maybe, um, you know, we're not always the bad people. We can uh, give, give nice things. People. <laughs> that's one thing. I spoke to uh, Kath, the senior yeah. sergeant at the, at yeah. the police station, about yeah. um, teaching my kids. I mean, I've got boys and they're mm-hmm. obsessed by anyone in uniform, mm-hmm. but we never do the, there's a police car, they're going to take you to jail. Yeah. We're like, there's the police. Do you want to go and say hello? Yeah. You know, yeah. come and, and you guys are always more than happy to yeah. do that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, really positive inf- um, enforcement when it comes to police is, mm. is a really good thing. And I always sort of, I, I hear a lot of people when I walk down the street, they go, oh, there's a police if you, you know. If you're naughty. If you're not careful. Yeah. And it's just, I guess we um, feel kind of bad when people say that because <laughs> that's not what we're, that's not what we're there for. And if the kids are, what happens if they were lost or something that's like it. that and then they saw us and they ran away because they thought they'd get into trouble. Yes. Um, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. That you we want think your kids about. to be, if, if I lose my yeah. child... Um, I want them to go to the police yeah, and, yeah. you know, they know their yeah. name and they know where they live. So yeah, absolutely. And, like, we we went um, – they had a bit of an emergency services day about a month ago mm. at Robin Vale College with the yep. CFA, the ambulance, the police um, and the SES yep. were the other ones. Yep. yep. And it was the Prep 1-2s, yep. I think. And they had an absolute ball. They love it, you don't seen they? Them. Yeah, they love it. And they just – you know, they couldn't, couldn't wait to touch the sirens and all kinds yep. of things. And it was so great yep. um, just having a chat to them and – and that positive um, reinforcement from an early age is, is yeah. really important. Speaking yeah. of positive reinforcement, mm-hmm. we need to let everyone know. Now, there's been a lot of talk, and I, we're not going to we're not going to touch on it mm-hmm. in any sort of depth, but about you know the hidden population, mm-hmm. as you would have seen in the press and all the rest of it, and the population study that's come out. 
the important thing to me, and I've spoken to Ali Cupper about this, is that um, we want people to be engaged, even mm. if they're not, you know, mm. documented. Mm. We want people to feel safe mm-hmm. in this community, yeah. which means don't hesitate to call the police. Yeah, correct. You don't care about their status. You care about their sta- safety, true? Yeah, absolutely. We're here, just, we're here to protect everybody. Mm. Protect, preserve. You protect, know, that's preserve. <laughs> the Vic Pol motto. That's, that's the thing. That's what Can we're here for. Can you say that in Latin? <laughs> no, I can't, unfortunately. <laughs> it's written somewhere at the police academy. But <laughs> no, and I think that's really important to to know is mm. that if if – something has happened mm. you can come to us yeah and if you know even if english isn't your first language mm. we can get interpreters yeah. we can we can Translators. sort it out and google translate yeah. <laughs> but yeah and sometimes that's the thing yeah. um but yeah no it's it's and i know um you know police can be quite intimidating yeah um you know you're not to anybody, anybody? <laughs> no no i'm not at all probably not <laughs> as much as you'd like to be <laughs> no but i mean sometimes you know understandably people feel a bit nervous about going yeah. to police and that's yeah. that's okay um but it's really important that they know that they're going to be heard mm. um no matter what and just report things mm. if things are happening and you feel unsafe yeah absolutely just report it yeah. yeah and if it's if it's not obviously if it's urgent something's mm. happening call triple zero yep but um in the last few months victoria police has uh, opened what they call a police assistance line. Oh. So one three one triple four is the number, and it's for non-urgent things. Um, so if they don't need uh, lights and sirens yep. right away, there's something's not happening then and there, um, but they do want to report something to police. Yep. They can call that number, yep. and they can also there's a if they go through victoriapolice.gov.au, mm-hmm. um, there's links there to um, even report it online. So if something That's a great thing, isn't so, it? Yeah. So mm. if, if they don't feel comfortable about coming to the police station mm. and something um, that can be has intimidating. happened, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Mm. Um, they can call that number. What is it? 131? 131-444. And we'll put that on the, um, on the website and the Facebook. That's yeah. a great thing. Yeah. So there's, yeah. there's links there. And um, p- if people want flyers or something, like some of the guys at the almond farms and everything that have – our workers coming in and out. We've got little pamphlets. Great. So, if so the grape growers want to put them in their smoker rooms and yeah, things like that. Yeah, correct. They, yeah. they can always come and grab some from the police station and we can always get more if yep. there's a demand for them. Mm. Um, just so they're out there and then yeah. they're not having something shoved in their com- throat. Yeah, we're communicating that number yeah. and just that yeah. they can go somewhere and they don't yeah. need to be, they don't yeah. need to fear that they're going to be you yeah. know, deported or reported or whatever. Yeah, correct. Yeah. You know, obviously, you know, we want people in our community to feel safe and be happy and mm. to contrib- contribute in a meaningful way. Yeah. And we want to support that and happening, of course. Terrific. So, yeah. That's a great thing. Yeah. Crystal, um, we had a few other things to talk about, but I know you've got a lot going on, as yeah. everybody does. So um, time is of the yes. essence. Yep. We might, we'll catch up with you again next week. Sure. And I want to talk about... Um, the possibility of bringing back the old um, people, the police and citizens oh, golf yes. day. Yes. That could be exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Right absolutely. On. We'll talk about that next week. I will let you get back to the station because there's obviously more pressing police <laughs> matters to get back to. Thank you for joining us, no, though. You're welcome. Much Anytime. appreciated. <laughs> So Donna couldn't be here today, but I've got a very special co-host now. Hello, Peyton. Hello. This is my four-year-old, P-Man, otherwise known as P-Man, who likes to tell jokes, don't you, mate? Yeah. Yeah? Have you got a joke for us? Uh, Yeah, why did the... What's fast, crunchy and loud? I don't know. What's fast, crunchy and loud? 
A rocket ship. A rocket ship. Have you got another one? That's funny. Yeah, why did the duck throw the clock out the window? I don't know. Why did the duck throw the clock out the window? To see the time fly. <laughs> High five, mate. Good job. Um, Peyton, who's your favourite footy team? Dusty. <laughs> Dusty's your favourite player. Who does Dusty play for? Tiger. Yeah, Tigers. Who else do you like to watch? Melbourne Storm. <laughs> Melbourne Storm. And who's your favourite Melbourne Storm player? Cam Smith. Cam Smith. <laughs> Cam Smith? Cam yeah, Cam I'm not manipulating Smith. a four-year-old at all. Peyton, you've almost done a better job than Donnie at being my little co-host towards the end. Are we going to go to the Almond Blossom Festival this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Well, I don't know. Maybe watch some Taekwondo. <coughs> oh, bless you. What? Maybe maybe watch some Taekwondo. Yeah. And eat some delicious food. Yeah. And what else? Uh, uh, did you do some singing and dancing at preschool today? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? And did you learn a song? Um. Uh, yeah, lots of songs. Lots of songs. Are you going to sing some of them this weekend at the Blossom Festival? Yeah. Yeah? Do you want to sing one for us now? Uh, no. No. <laughs> You're a shy kid, aren't you? Hey, P-Man. Thanks for telling us a joke. Okay. Bye. At Leading Appliances, we believe in real service by real people. We've been caring for local families for generations, providing first-class service and advice on washers, dryers, vacuums, fridges and freezers, kitchen appliances, heating and cooling, TV and home entertainment and communications. Avoid the hard sell and buy from someone you trust. Leading Appliances, real service, real people. Now, we've got a couple more spots, uh, but we're going to talk to Ali Cupper, our state MP for the electorate of Mildura, who is in Spring Street and has given us a couple of minutes of her time in between sittings. How are you, Ali? Hey, Jade. Good. How are you? I'm not too bad. You sound like you're in a bathroom. Where are you? <laughs> I'm not in the bathroom. I'm in this old-fashioned stairwell. It's like it's like stone stairs. Oh, yes. And, I'm, and I'm going downstairs to where they used to keep their horses, actually. Really? So it's the old horse stable. Yeah. Um, but now it's just a corridor. So there you go. That's where I am. So I'm like surrounded. It's like being at, um, in a Harry Potter thing. It's wow. like, you know, the Gringotts or some old castle. Everything's like bluestone and I think it's called bluestone. Anyway, yeah, there's I'm a lot having, of stone here. <laughs> I'm having um, a, a mental image of you riding your noble steed to Parliament. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's, um, mm. yeah, if only. Mm. Yeah, well, if only. Hey, um, we had coffee with a councillor, myself and Councillor Moore in Weeman on Saturday. So, and, and the resounding, um, uh, I suppose, uh, feedback from the community was the road, and in particular the Weeman Hatter Road and the Menangatang Road. And you yeah. are uh, pushing your ship roads to her. We'll say that yep. because we can. Yep. Um, yep. So tell us what you're, um, what you're lobbying for and is the Weeman Road on it? 
Yeah, well, it's, it's certainly on it. So, um, and, and so is the um, Robin Vale Manangatang Road. So, so one of the things that's been overwhelmingly clear is is that the roads are in shit condition. So, yeah. um, what we wanted to do is is highlight that for the Minister for Roads uh, and explain um, the impact in, in terms of people's safety mm. and and also the efficiency of um, you know freight that's on the roads. It, mm. it, the, the, the problem, the, the the big looming problem, is that um, the already dilapidated condition of those roads is going to get way, way worse mm. given the, the lack of funding or the funding shortfall for the Murray Baker Rail project in Correct. that area. So, yes. so um, what, I'm glad you brought that I'm up because I was going to I was going to do exactly the same thing. So Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so look we've so so these are two very, very hot topics of our advocacy mm. um, and uh, we've got, we're going to have a so yesterday in parliament um, I raised um, as part of a constituency question it's an opportunity to speak in parliament yep. I raised the um, Murray Basin Rail project issue we're going to be getting a briefing from the minister's staff like an update uh, tomorrow uh, and in terms of roads Roads are huge, and we mm. wanted to get the minister's attention. So, mm. so um, you know, the the shit roads tour is not just about sort of trying to be edgy for the sake of it. it, yeah. it, 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 it it's trying to grab the minister's attention. It's trying and to be so frank, we're, and we're be, and you're being honest. Well, that's it. I mean, and, and we're speaking the language that, that the community's speaking to us. Yeah, you know, it's like we don't need to get into the technical engineering terms. The point is, the road shit. Yeah, um, correct, and, and it's going to kill people essentially. Well, exactly right. And, and that and that's the that's the nub of it. And I, and I made that clear to the minister's office when I spoke. To the, well, I've been speaking to them on an ongoing basis, but at, but at one point, especially when the the feedback about the the rail project came through, I said, "Look, we need money to complete the rail project um, and, and to fix these roads, not mm. because I want to get re-elected, but because we've got school buses." We've got kids. There is going to be a disaster at some point because with both of these issues converging, you know, um, the the crisis with the the freight rail project and also the already dilapidated condition of those roads, Mm. this is a recipe for disaster. Oh, absolutely. Um, And the families that travel on those roads as well that are in and out from school and from work and and the the trucks are only going to get bigger, they're only going to get heavier and they're not getting off the road. They're making the family cars get off the road and... And people, are, it's almost like running the gauntlet, especially around Robin Vale. When you come into town from Weeman or from Menangatang, you know, quite often the the community will say things like, "Oh, I made it, I made it to town and back in one piece," and it's it, it's kind of a half joke, but not really. No, absolutely not. It's, mm. it's, it's, and it's, it's, it's so bad. It's, it's becoming like a human rights issue. You know, yeah. this is about fundamental safety for human beings mm. who are, who are valuable members of the state. Mm. You know, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be subjected to, um, you know, conditions that are this dangerous. We, we understand that there, um, you know, that there is a big network of country roads. We, mm. we, we get that. We know that it's very expensive to maintain those roads, but, but we should be able to expect a common baseline. Mm. of of safety and and at the moment what we have falls below that um and so you know we're, we're doing everything we can to put that on the minister's um radar in, in terms of the because because the shit roads project 10 shit roads in 10 days yeah um so so we're aware of the fact that if we ask for every road to be fixed mm. um it's it, we're probably not going to get much done so no. so what we're having to do is is we're having to refine the ask mm. we, we we've decided to go for 10 just because we think you know 
why not? Yeah. Um, you know, it's it just sort of felt like a good number, um, mm. but but there's not a lot of science behind it. Mm. Um, but but the key thing is we 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 came up with those ten roads based on a community. Effect, uh, survey that we did and I can tell you this that, that when Jimmy put all of those surveys he printed them out and stacked them all across the, the room mm. and 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 they were in, t- in piles in terms mm. of you know which road yep and the one that was the biggest stack was the Menangatang Robin Vale Road and so I've made it very very yep. clear to the minister that my number one roads project yeah is that one? Yeah. That's what I want. That's what I want to tick off first. And yeah. of course, we've got a whole lot of other ones too. And, and uh, you know, it, it, this is an awkward thing because because mm. when the roads are dangerous everywhere. But but my approach to this is going to be we're going to pick one off at a time, yep. as opposed to ask for everything and want it all done at once. Yeah, I just don't right. think that's going to be a, a winning advocacy strategy. Mm. Um, but yeah, so so Weeman Road is on that list, but Menangatang um, Robin Valley is right at the top. Fantastic. You know what? With the amount of tax that's coming out of a multi-billion dollar horticultural industry, surely they can recognise that and go, you know what? We need to invest some of that money back into these roads well, that's right. so we can it, keep exactly. the multi-billion dollar agricultural industry ticking safely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, so our, our region contributes more than $3 billion mm. um, to the to the economy. Yeah. You know, um, we, we deserve, like I said, you know, it, it, it's just about having a, a, a sorry, there's the bells you can probably hear in the back. Yeah, I can. Um, yeah, <laughs> which means Parliament's going back after lunch, so there's nothing I can do. I can't turn those down. No, that's um, okay. But yeah, like I said, common baseline. We just we just want a a reasonable baseline of, of um, safety on yes. our roads. Yeah. Um, we we we, we uh, acknowledge that that we can't necessarily have freeway style infrastructure everywhere mm. you go. Yeah. Um, but but what we have now is it's just simply missing the mark by a long shot. Yeah. And nor do we want it. We just want it safe roads with a shoulder, so we're not we don't have you know three inch drop offs. Ali, That's I will it. let you yeah. go back to um back to Parliament before the bell ends. We'll talk to you about the housing strategy and the population determination study um next week when you've had a chance to digest it because I know Jimmy yeah, and Steve, sure. your chief of staff, were there last night. So I thank you for yes, yes. for them coming along. Um, and we'll have a more in depth talk about that um next week but thanks for giving us a few minutes um in between or during your lunch break we really appreciate it to talk yeah it's a pleasure jade thanks so much no worries thanks ali bye-bye okay bye. bye A man who needs no introduction, Stevie Bowden, our resident, we're going to call you our resident basketball expert. Welcome. Thank you. Um, A man of so many words too. Are you going to talk to us about any Madas stuff? Um, Yeah, I can if you like. Great. But first, let's um, talk about the elephant in the room. You were just about, you were so close to playing 100 games with the Heat. Yeah. um, So, it took my fifth season with Madura Heat um and it was getting I think it was the 27th of July was uh my date of my 100th game uh, which was the last home game of the regular season before finals and um just halfway through I just um wasn't I didn't have the same love I did for the game last year like it was just a different feel about it and um I just decided that I need to take a step back and just step away from the game and find the spark for the game again, find the love for it again because I just wasn't enjoying playing basketball anymore. Right. So 
given you've you've taken a step back, are you still travelling with the team to away games and sitting on the bench? Um, I haven't been mm. been to the home game. Yep. But um, we're in game two is in Camberwell. Yep. This weekend. Yep. And um, fingers crossed it doesn't happen, but game three is on Sunday because mm. um, they get home court advantage, finishing second, yep. and I'll be there Sunday. Um, but, yeah. So. Right. Okay. I'm still, I, I'm still behind the boys, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. So does that mean, and I'm going to put you on the spot here, does that mean we're going to see you running around at Robin Vale again this summer? Come uh, on, Steve. No comment. What do you I, mean no comment? Don't know yet. I've um, Last year I was kind of you know, asked by the boys and kept asking and asking, but I just done it and, yeah. And it was beneficial for everybody because I don't think you understand and probably a lot of people don't recognise how important it is to have people like you playing, you know, social basketball, and let's call it that, it's social basketball for you in Robin Vale. Um, It's a massive thing for the kids to have – you know, Mildura Heat player that's born and raised in Robinvale, gone off to do his thing, and you've worked hard to do that, and then come back and play and potentially coach. You and I have spoken about potentially coaching a women's dream team. <laughs> the next, yeah, state <laughs> carnival, yeah. Well, you know, so are you going to seriously think about coming back to play this summer or yeah, at least um, coaching? Yeah, I was more leaning towards if I don't play, I will – do some sort of coaching. Yeah. Um, yeah, just to kind of give back to my community, I guess. Good like, boy. Yeah. And they want they, – because the kids respond really well to you, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it's really important. But tell me – now, there's tournaments, always junior tournaments. There's Swan Hill Mildura close to us and then there's yep. Shepparton. Yeah. Um, and Robinvale has an incredible amount of natural talent in basketball yeah. and we don't take teams away. No. Why not? I don't know. I wasn't growing up playing junior tournaments. I was just playing in Robinvale all my junior years. Mm. And it wasn't until 2011 I just got asked um, to go play in Mildura for a B-grade team. Yeah. And then it just gradually took off from there. Really? Took, yeah. 2015 was my first tryouts for Heat. Mm. That was a youth league team, mm. which was 23 and under. Yep. Um, and... From then on, I got picked as um, joint captains and then I um, – so Big V is right across the state of Victoria. Mm. Um, and I got nominated – I finished third in voting for Best Defensive Player of the Year. Really? Did you? Yeah. In what year? In 2015. Did you? Yeah. And um, Rookie of the Year. In so, the Big V? Yeah. That's amazing. See, that's amazing. In our league, yeah. So, I was shocked. My coach said to me, because if you're nominated, you go to – the Big V Awards, yeah. which is held at um, Marvel Stadium in the Victory Room. Nice. Yeah, so it's like the Brownlows for basketball. Yeah. Yeah, you, you walk in, there's like the blue carpet they have there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the media wall. Yeah, there's yeah. all like the big backdrops. Did you take a date? No, me and my best mate went. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Both were single at the time. <laughs> um, and we both went. They have photographers waiting for you, ushers, people with champagne at the end of the, the blue carpet for you to take you to your table. It was, yeah, it was a really good night. So. That's amazing. I had no idea that that even happened. Yeah. It was only four years ago. Yeah. Where was I? I don't know. Having babies. That's <laughs> where I was. Probably. Yeah, not yeah. retaining any information. No. Um, so, with all of that experience, it should be like, do you reckon you, we could, and when I say we, I mean you, yeah. um, get a junior rep team 
together to take away to these tournaments. I mean, there's one in Swan Hill in October, end of October, bit, yeah. probably a bit late now, but yeah. then there's Muldura next year. Yeah. Um, surely it's possible. And I know it's hard for parents even yeah. to get them to like basketball during the week. Yeah. Um, but playing rep basketball is a big deal. Yeah, it is. It's tough on the body. Like last year in our finals run, mm. we – it was top six and we finished six. We were luckily just to make it because we dropped a few mm. games we shouldn't have at the end of the season. And um, being six on the ladder, which meant that we had no home court advantage games, we were always on the road from elimination <laughs> final. And we made it to the grand final against Coburg. Yeah. And it was a tough, tough road mm. trip. Like, yeah, body wasn't happy at the end of it all, but mm. was glad it was over. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to coach a rep team? I'll put you on the spot now. A junior rep team. I could. Yeah, you yeah. could, couldn't you? Yeah. Um, and because you haven't got, are you going to play summer basketball in Mildura still? Yeah. Or are you going to take a? Yep, that starts. No, no, no. That starts in October. Okay. Um, so we're pretty much talking about preseason already. So yeah. Wow. So no. we need to get on to the uh, Robinvale Basketball Association, have a chat to Shannon and Maz and Kerry Ann and Paula, yeah. and get some rep sides together. Yeah, because for it, you to coach. like um, I only noticed last week um, I was filling in for um, a cousin's team over there just as a warm up because I had a private basketball training session at seven thirty, so I had a game before it yeah. just to warm me up. Then yeah. after it, I turned around and there was all these Robinvale people, yeah. and I'm like. Hang on, like, why are you all here? And I looked, and it's like all these kids are coming up from Robinvale playing up there. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, like, you know, did I spark this little, you know, um, gateway to, to Madrid basketball for all these kids? Probably. Or, yeah, it just, I don't know, made, made me proud of them mm. coming up here. It's just that commitment that no one, I find, has. Mm. Like, they, it's, it's just hard to come up twice a week for training. And it's not just basketball. It's, no. it's it's everything. It's across the board because yeah. parents and families are so busy these days and there's yeah. always an expense associated. Um, but if we have a commitment from a coach, um, I can think, think of a few others that would be great assistance. But if we can get yep. that support and then maybe even be able to support families, and I'm yep. sure there'd be businesses around here that would help sponsor that. So maybe this yeah. is the start of you know really seriously considering taking away rep sides because mm. it's really nice. People don't quite... Understand, and you'd know when you say, geez, there's a lot of talented basketballers in Robinvale. They kind yeah. of brush it off and go, well, really? Really? Well, yeah. no, there is. And we should be showing them off and giving them opportunities and pathways like yeah. you didn't have, but have made yeah. it anyway. Yeah. Which is yeah. a credit to you. Yeah. Isn't it? I was, yeah. <laughs> go on, um, pat yourself on the back. <laughs> no. Never. No. Um, yeah, it's just, there is, I think there's probably two or three kids that are playing junior heat at the moment. Yep. So, um, and theirs is only tournaments that happens every so often, yep. but which is good because they just get that extra training that isn't given mm. here because it's just come here, we just rock up and play basketball. Yeah. There's no real structure, mm. but that's just volunteers here. It is. You know what I mean? And it's hard to do that. Yeah. So given that opportunity over there, they get so much more mm. skill just given to them just yeah. by... Having some commitment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And even if it is just commitment from, um, you know, to do, to, you know, training for rep sides for, you know, four weeks or whatever it might be, it, yeah. surely it's got to be beneficial. Yeah. Um, now, let's talk about, oh, you were talking to me about the Australian Indigenous tournament coming up in Cairns. Mm. Yes. Are you going to go and play, Stevie? Kind of excited, yeah. Um, so, a group of um, guys that played in the uh, Victorian state 
um, Indigenous Carnival mm-hmm. in March mm-hmm. that you come along to mm-hmm. with the girls. Um, we're taking a Vic All-Stars uh, team away up there and... Um, yeah, and you're playing. Yeah, and I'm playing. That is exciting. Yeah. So this it's potentially these tournaments are important because it's potentially a place to be identified as talent to yep. go on to other things. Yeah, cuz the um the Australian indigenous uh coaches are up there and that's where the, it's all based from mm. where it's all started up in Queensland. Mm. So um I applied for a um a look in and a I don't know what you'd call it, like a application to play for the team. Yeah. And um, you send it in. They want your coach's details, what league you play in, yeah. what achievements you had throughout your career. Mm. Um, and I don't know what happened. You got donuts. Yeah, mm. nothing. My coach didn't even get a call up. Yeah, see, that's a shame. So I'm not too sure how the, that process works, but... Mm. Kind of going up there with a vengeance. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> I had to take it all to, out on the court. Trying to, you know, prove to them. Yeah, nice. Yeah. That's exciting. So when's that? March next year? That's uh, No, no, no. That's December this year. Oh, wow. The, the week before Christmas. Wow. The week before your birthday and yeah. Christmas and uh, you've never been to Queensland. Nope. <gasps> wow. I think like 15 to the 20th or something of December. Amazing. Well, best of luck yeah. with that. Now, um, have you got any news from MDAS that, that needs to be shared or news or anything? Any um, events happening? Not off the top of my head. Um, everything's... Uh, we've got our Deadly Choices program that's happening there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've just got a new load of um, new teams that have um, got on board with Deadly Choices. Really? So there's Brisbane Lions. and mm. um, It's everywhere now. The branding of... De- yeah. I saw it. There was... Um, I can't remember what game it was. I reckon it, w- it might have been... The Storm game a couple of weeks ago at Amy Stadium and Deadly Choices had an ad, yeah. had a digital ad. Like, yeah. that's awesome. It started in Queensland um, as a rugby thing. Yeah. And now they're trying to bring it into the AFL. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I'm just waiting for Richmond Tigers one to hurry up and come out so I can, you know, well, show you it can, off. You can take me as well. That'd be yeah. great. Um, Stevie, thanks for coming in for a chat. We that's really right. appreciate it. All and good. we might catch up with you in a couple of weeks when you've got your next RDO and can catch up with us during yeah. the week. <laughs> for sure. So that concludes our show for this week. I'm not going to lie, it's been a bit of a lonely experience, even though it's only the second one um, without Donnie. Not that I'm ever alone, except for now. Um, And he's in Port Douglas next week, so we will miss him. So if anyone um, wants to nominate someone to be co-host, then by all means, get in touch, Facebook page or website. Um, We've got a few things to catch up on next week. We didn't have time. We did speak to Dustin Fletcher while he was in town at the footy club. That will be added as a bonus episode. And I also managed to have a catch-up with Phil Lamartina during the week about his drag racing comeback, which is a really interesting story. And I'm actually thinking that could make um, an interesting series if you can put up with me for that long. So that's something to look out for. They will drop over the weekend, I would imagine, or when I get time. Um, If you would like to sponsor the podcast, please, again, feel free to get in touch. I'm not hard to get hold of. Website, Facebook page, phone number. Uh, Download those housing strategies and population determination studies that are now on the council website. We're going to actually talk to um, Dr. Kevin and Ben Cunningham uh, next week with regards to those so they can fill us in on the nitty-gritty of those studies. Uh, Ali will hopefully be in touch again um, and plenty more um, to come on the veil. Thank you for everyone for participating. Thank you for Marion for letting us record at the Sentinel. Thank you to Carrie Ann for sponsoring the program uh, one more time. And um, thank you to all of my guests because without you, 
this wouldn't be happening. Until next week, thank you and enjoy. Enjoy.